Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back, and this is day two, part two, and we're talking about how to make at least a million dollars per year selling real estate. Julie gave you the basic math of how to, you know, kind of conceptualize how to do that. And remember, as I, um, I think, emotionally prepared some of you yesterday, all of you yesterday, if a million is just something that's, you know, mentally, emotionally out of reach, well, that's fine. Then scale it down to a hundred grand or two hundred fifty grand. All of these points are relevant. And by the way, if a million seems like it's too easy. Too small thinking, that's no problem. Scale it up, go the opposite direction. Because today when we get into the numbers, we get into the facts, we're going to kind of tell you a lot of the reasons that maybe you're putting, I would say, obstacles in the way of you actually ever truly being able to make a million dollars in real estate or maybe even a hundred grand in real estate. Some of these things should be eye openers for you, especially so we get into points uh, five and six. And by the way, guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Julie Harris, let's go on to uh, point number five. Yes, this is part two of our multi-part series. Point number five, choose the right broker. You're going to invest your time, your effort, and money in your real estate practice. You must own part of your own brokerage. You must monetize your broker relationship in multiple ways, not just one. Business is hard enough without doing that. So have maximum ownership and maximum benefit in what you're building. Your brokerage has to be a wealth acceleration vehicle. And that's a new thought for some people, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you about one that we actually were uh, very thankful having to having made a commitment to four years ago was EXP Realty. So much so that what was it a week or so ago, Julie and I were ringing the bell at NASDAQ and we were on the big jumbo try on Times Square with the founder, Glenn Sanford of EXP Realty. EXP Realty is something that all of you, no matter where you are in your real estate career, you must at least know about. Because if you know about it and you're just not really paying attention to it, you haven't studied it, you're going to most likely regret it in the future. EXP is perfect for the new agent, for the seasoned agent. We just had today, like, well, let's let's put it this way. In the past 30 days, we've had um, people join our EXP Realty group that were brand new agents. You know, we we're celebrating them passing their real estate test. That's always fun. And then we were having people that joined, which were selling 50, 100 million. We had someone join about 90 days ago that sells almost a billion dollars per year in real estate. So EXP Realty is a perfect fit for everyone. Why EXP Realty? Julie just said it. Because EXP Realty is, frankly, the best opportunity for agents that are serious about wealth creation. Because if you have not considered this yet, your real estate business, and do not take this offensively, because remember, Julie and I had a real estate business too. We own part of brokerages, so we speak from some authority here. Real estate practices, as they are, don't really have any value. And so the only value you're going to derive out of your real estate business, no matter how successful you become, is what you do with the profits from having sold real estate. So if you let's say you're following our system and you're making lots of profits selling real estate, and so what are you going to do? You're going to do probably what Julie and I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going to buy a lot of rental properties. Well, it's going to take decades to get to the point where the, the profit from those rental properties actually starts to accumulate to the point where you can start living off the cash flow of your rental properties. Um, there's, I, I'll give you guys an example. 
If you buy a $350,000 house, I just saw this on um, Instagram the other day. I, and it was, I actually appreciate it because there's someone being super honest. If you buy a $350,000 rental property and you put down 20%, okay, so you're now having to come up with 70 grand in cash, just put all these things in consideration, and you're now going to purchase the property uh, with you know that down payment with today's interest rates, which are going to be somewhere in the fives. You're, the most net you're going to make out of that house is around 400 bucks per month. Now, I want you to think about what I just said. You've now put in $70,000 and you're making $4,000 roughly, well, let's call it $5,000 per year. Now, the problem is it has to stay rented. The problem is there can't be an air conditioner that fails or a roof that leaks. The problem is the tenant has to pay the, the rent. All of those types of things actually start creating headwinds to the viability of long, uh, long-term ownership of real estate. Again, we have dozens of properties. We had somebody today who has a lot of rental properties, and he knows we're in the real estate business, ask us, Josh, yes. ask us if we were buying any rental properties. And we said no. Now, he didn't ask why. We just said no. And he <laughs> the, also said he his answer was no as well. Yeah. Now, the reason isn't because rental properties aren't a great idea because they give you appreciation, depreciation, and cash flow if you buy them correctly. The reason is, is because it's not the highest and best return on investment that you can make as a real estate professional. EXP real truly is because what you can do, for example, I'll give you guys real numbers. Okay. Julie and I've been married for 32 years this year. When we got married, our goal was to be, uh, you know, we didn't have, it wasn't as clearly defined as it is now, but basically we wanted to be able to live off the cash flow from paid off rental properties. We had that goal from the second we got married, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was to be the way we sort of, I think, uh, conceptualized that for explaining it to other people is we wanted to be rich and rich is where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. The word rich triggers a lot of people, so don't be triggered by it. So we wanted to be rich where we could live off the cash flow of our rental properties. It took us 20 years to get there. And even then, <laughs> we <laughs> underestimated how many we would need. We were able, yeah, and I'll give you the real number. How about that? 25 grand a month net. And, and, but you know what? If everything was rented and everybody was paying on time and there were no repairs, we'd be making 25 grand a month rent. And we haven't been, we have, yes, been increasing rents. Now we were able to surpass that in revenue share at eXp in less than a year. Now I want you to think about that. Well, Tim and Julie have the podcast, Tim and Julie, all this and the other thing. I know dozens of people that have accomplished the same goal and they don't have a a podcast or a big presence. They don't have influence on the real estate industry. They're just people that have followed a plan similar to the one that we teach you guys how to do when you join our EXP revenue share group. Now, here's an interesting fact. 10 agents join, well, see, there's 87,000 or 88,000 agents in EXP Realty. Only 17,000 have any revenue share. In other words, the vast majority of agents are not interested in sponsoring or recruiting agents. They're interested in actually selling real estate, which is fantastic. And, and by the way, there's no requirement at EXP. That's a, you know, a myth. You do not have to be interested in recruiting, but you can learn to be. And you don't have to sell real estate to recruit. So it goes both ways. But all the other uh, opportunities through buying the stock, you get stock awards, all these other types of things. Here's the point. You're a brand new agent. You're a seasoned veteran agent. We've now come out of what will probably be the most, you know, history will remember this is the craziest seller's market of our lifetimes. Pretty much can guarantee it. For sure. Uh, Now, a lot of agents are coming out of that experience. A lot of brokers, team leaders, and they don't have the wealth that they thought they have, should have. They didn't actually accumulate enough of the money, uh, you know, essentially enough passive income. And now they're having to ask themselves hard questions. And here's what the truth is. 
the fact is the cards were stacked against you from day one because of a lot of times you chose the wrong broker. I had a conversation with an agent in Iowa who is coming in under one of our great agents there named Heath Moulton, and I won't mention this agent's name, but he paid his Century 21 broker over $400,000 towards, and that's in just one year. Now, at eXp Realty, I'm remembering, doing my best to remember the numbers, and this guy had a team of uh, 15 agents, I think, and at eXp Realty, the total amount that they'll pay was something like $60,000. So that added money, or the saved money, goes to, in his pocket so he can do, you know, and that's not revenue share. That's just the less amount, the, the uh, savings they're going to have off commission splits. So many agents get into this business, and they never actually stop to add up how much they're actually spending on their broker. If there was ever a time, dear listener, to know what you're paying for your broker, it is now. Do the math. Have do the, actually do the homework. And look, I could talk forever about it because, frankly, it's you know. Well, we're it, passionate about it. We are because we've seen it change so many agents' lives. Yes, that's right. And, you know, our job with this podcast is to educate you. And in this sense, you have to educate yourself on what you're actually spending with your brokerage to motivate you through educating you and to get you into action so that you can have and be and do the things in life that you want to faster. You can be uh, financially free. And what we're suggesting is, yes, you can do it off buying rental properties. But the quicker way to do it is become an agent in EXP. You will most assuredly save money versus whatever you're paying now. But if you are then willing to actually learn how to build revenue share, which we will teach you, you'll be able to create passive income from revenue share. It's like nothing we have ever seen in the you know 30 years Julie and I have been in the real estate business. Someone asked us again, Tim and Julie, if you guys were you know getting in the real estate business now, would you buy any rental properties or would you just focus on revenue share? The answer is, frankly, we're not really sure if we do one over the other, but if we were to put a little thought to it, we would want – Julie's laughing because yeah. she manages our property managers. Well, I'll ask you the question. It, I mean, if the right property crossed our desk, of course we would you know, take that opportunity. But if I had to choose, absolutely EXP for sure 1,000% of the time. When we were making those decisions, EXP didn't exist, so we have that out. But if we were licensed today, fresh, absolutely, it is the first number one decision that we would make. And if you've been at a broker for a long period of time and you're not where you need to be financially, uh, maybe think about, or if you'd like to, I'll help you do it. Figure out the math of what you're actually paying your broker, and then we can compare it to EXP. 99% of the time, that alone is going to be a financial no-brainer for you to move over to EXP. But then we can add into it the, the other wealth creation components that EXP offers. Guys, there's a reason that so many of the top teams and, frankly, new agents are joining EXP Realty because they want to actually build real, sustainable, long-term generational wealth. And they're smart enough, frankly, to be able to look around and realize that all the predecessors that we're in the real estate business, even if there are you know, top dog real estate agents that everyone's talking about, a lot of those agents never retire, or if they retire, frankly, they don't retire with very much net worth. It's not a good outcome for most people. And as I mentioned before, real estate practices really do not resell. There's no value in building a real estate company because no one really wants to buy it. And that's an unfortunate truth. Don't be mad at me because I said that. Do your homework to verify what I'm saying well, is the truth. There just aren't any comps for it. It doesn't happen. Well, there are comps for it, but it's so it, it's basically yeah. want cash flow. Yeah. That's what they sell for. Exactly. Because it's a practice. It's not a real business. Right. But coaching, frankly, isn't that different, Absolutely. honestly. So if you're wanting to know how to actually 
accelerate beyond normal, you know, time space continuum (laughs) as far as wealth creation, you need to take a serious look at eXp Realty. Here's two ways to do it. Just text the letters eXp to 47372 and you look in our group's uh, eXp website. Just check it out. You'll then learn about all the benefits that you have when you uh, choose uh, to be partnered with Julie and I at eXp Realty. Text the letters eXp to 47372. Or if you're ready to join eXp and you have not yet chosen a sponsor, we would love the honor of uh, you know being your sponsor. You can text me directly on my cell phone at 512-758-0206. But I promise you guys, the most important uh, decision, one of the most important decisions that you must make correctly when you start is choosing the right broker. broker. Don't just choose the broker that's closest to you on all these other asinine reasons. You have a vastly superior option. Julie, Point number six. Point number six, have and follow a business plan. Whether your goal is 100,000, 500,000, a million or a million plus, have and actually follow a business plan. Failing to plan is planning to fail. So get your real estate treasure map today and get started immediately. Your treasure map is your personalized life and business plan. You're going to learn the following. If you talk to any of our premier coaching clients, they can tell you the answers to these questions. Your goals, Why are you even in real estate? What must it accomplish for you and your family? Goals in five areas of life, your personalized goals. Next thing they can answer is, where will you get your business from? Understanding lead generation at a much deeper level. What's your magic number? We talked about that on yesterday's podcast. What is your magic number of active listings you must keep in inventory at all times to meet or exceed your goals? That math is in the treasure map. And of course, your profit-driven, powerful, ideal schedule. How will you invest your time so you can get the results you desire? The treasure map is free. The um, We have a lot of other things that are waiting for you guys. Uh, when you join Premier Coaching, just text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. Just do that now. Land on the page. Look at all the things you get. You get 30 days of access, including daily semi-private coaching calls. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. Point number seven. Point number seven, define what makes you unique in real estate. Can you answer the question, what makes you different? Why should I hire you? Why should I put my listing with you? Sellers ask for a reduced commission because they don't know any other way to sort agents out. Or frankly, buyers or listing agents or uh, you know even buyers agents will offer some kind of commission, you know, reduction or kickback because of the fact that they know there's nothing that makes them unique. How many of you are actually not wanting to become or ready to become listing agents because you live in fear of a seller, frankly, you know, knocking you back on your heels verbally, asking why should I list with you versus somebody else? You you have not learned how to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Again, that's one of the first things we teach you to do in Premier Coaching. By the way, if all those of you in the Premier Coaching, make sure you are getting your pre-listing package done urgently. Yes, I'll never forget. I talked to a newer coaching client who had just joined as a result of the following. He went on a listing presentation. He said, you know, I've listed some of my friends' houses before and it went okay, but this one didn't go okay. He said, I was there not two, not three, but four hours trying to field questions, those are objections in the mind of the prospect, and I eventually didn't know what else to do, so I just cut my commission down to almost nothing so that I could at least get out of there. 
He said, that was the moment I realized I needed a pre-listing package, some scripts, and an actual presentation. Right, because, for example, in that situation where the guy was meeting with the seller, you know, these are the things you would have rooted, he would have rooted out prior to going in the appointment, which you must know, as Julie says in our book famously, don't go if you do not know mm -hmm. the answer to the following questions. What is the seller's real time frame? What is the seller owe? What is the, you know, how much does, is the seller interviewing anybody else? Does, does the seller have any other ancillary debt that needs to be cleared on the sale of the property? What do they think the house is worth? Exactly. Does the seller have a plan B if the seller if the house doesn't sell? You guys are in a blessed position, unlike previous markets, because 99% of the time, you're going to be dealing with sellers with gobs and gobs of equity. By the way, that is unusual. Huge blessing. You guys have no idea, you, most well, of you. Here's a little, <laughs> here's a little a shock of reality. Uh, up until probably 2010, one of the top things we had to coach agents how to uh, help sellers overcome was what to do when you, Mr. Seller, have to bring a, ch uh, a check to closing to sell the house. When Julie and I sold real estate, probably 30% of the time, the seller was having to go out of pocket to sell the house. And get this, listeners, most times the amount of money that they were going out of pocket was about equivalent to the amount of money that we were paying that they were paying in commission and selling fees. In other words, in our market, when we sold real estate, homes only inflated in value or appreciated in value by roughly two percent per year. So if you're if you bought a four hundred thousand dollar house and you, your selling fees are going to be roughly forty grand when you put the house for sale, you have to stay in that house a good long while before you are going to have any shot at breaking even. And that doesn't include the interest you pay on the loan, the repairs you paid on the uh, you put into the house, and all the rest of it. That's just pure selling fees. So that's a real market. Now, and totally different scripts, by the way. You think you're afraid of scripts now? That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys, yeah. you won't. Most of you won't experience no. anything like that in this market so. because even like well, there was a report that came out by JP Morgan. What was it? San Jose, uh, San Diego, Austin, and Phoenix are supposed to see. Uh, they're predicting 20% reduction in prices. A 20% reduction in prices in markets where homes have appreciated in the last 24 months by about 60% still leaves sellers with a hell of a lot of equity. Yes. There are not any, those conversations are not the same with, uh, versus Mr. Seller. When you sell the house, we need, you know, where are you basically, you're going to be short about $20,000. Let's talk about how we're going to help you with that. Guys, we would have people show up with, um, and this was normal again, this is what a real market's like, where they have to show up with cash, with a check. They'd have to borrow the money from another place and some title companies would allow them some, you know, to basically put it on a credit card. The title company then would pay off the mortgage, you know. Or cash out their 401 or something like that. That was totally normal. And that's where Julie and I originally, when we sold real estate, that's where we originally learned how to do short sales. We learned how to do short sales before they were really even called short sales. They were called short payoffs. That's the reason that when the market did turn, we were the most dominant short sale training organization, at least for a couple of years, because we had actually done it. Now, other people formed short sale companies and copied most of what we were teaching. At the end of the day, we were thrilled that there were that many more agents that were able to make a living helping sellers sell their homes. So, Julie, let's but, go on. But let me be very clear. We mm. are not sharing these stories with you because we think that's going to be your life anytime soon. Nope. If we did, we would be talking to you about that. Review a ton of previous podcasts about why that's not going to happen to you. We're just sharing with you that the scripts you're learning now are a huge blessing versus what it could be like. Okay. There, there will be, yeah. there will be, again, the only reason, and Julie just touched on this, and if you're just listening to the podcast for the first time, we do not believe there's going to be a housing crash of any variety 
if a crash is defined by sellers having to sell their house for less than their home's values are worth. If you define a crash as I'm only going to make 40 or 50% return on my investment versus 100% return on investment, your definition of a crash is different than mine. <laughs> it is not really defining crash. Okay. All right. So point number eight, get into momentum and stay there. Remember, we're talking about making at least a million dollars a year in real estate. Get into momentum and stay there. You've used the treasure map to understand lead generation, to set specific financial goals, and to know your magic number of listings and create your daily schedule. Here's the hard part. Now you have to do the work. So drill down and get to work. Focus. That stands for Follow one course until successful. Follow one course until successful. So this is the part you were talking yesterday about the uh, plane taking off analogy where we have to get to cruising altitude. Once you're there, you've got to stay there and fight hard to stay there as long as possible and not just keep on relanding the jet. So you've got to get into momentum and stay here. This is the part that a lot of agents avoid because they've tried to skip steps. Or, you know, I mean, since you're bringing in yesterday's analogy, what they'll also do is when they get to the point where they're at cruising altitude, they, for some reason, start making things way too damn complicated. Yes. They stop doing the very things that caused them to be successful in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then they start, frankly, falling prey to a lot of the gimmicks, you know, all the snake oil salesmen well, out there. Because they want it to be easier to take off that plane. It's that, but they also think that that's what they're supposed to do. They literally yeah. think... Okay, now that I'm making a million dollars a year and I've got, you know, four assistants and my business is running like clockwork, now I must be, uh, it must be time for me to start focusing on becoming an influencer. And now must be time for me to start buying leads. You guys make the mistake of actually stop, uh, you stop doing what you originally did thinking that you're supposed to progress to some other, you know, shiny object. That is not focusing. Remember the old, you know, Charlie Munger quote. You overestimate what you can do in a year. You underestimate what you can do in 20 years. Once something is working for you, you do not stop doing it. You just make that thing better. You do more of it. <laughs> you yes. do more of it. That's the, that's the mindset. Stop looking for shiny objects. When you're at cruising altitude, God bless you, but now you got to fight to stay there. The way you fight to stay there is get better at what was working. That's right. Point number nine, and this is critical. Track everything using visual accountability, your whiteboards that we teach you in Premier Coaching. Know where your business is coming from, to our previous point, what your personal average sale price is, and if you're on track ahead or behind. Tracking everything is key to your success. When I call you up and I say, what's your goal for this year? And you say, well, I just want to do more. More is not a number. More is not trackable. You've got to be very definitive. Again, something that we teach in the treasure map as well as premier coaching. Some of you are very emotionally minded. You are very intuitive and that makes sense. That's great. That is a great skill set to have in a sales profession. The challenge is, is the numbers will always tell you the truth even more than your emotions. Your emotions will oftentimes get you off track. Your emotions will, I say, lie to you. And that is really with the truth because you might feel one way. How many of you have been real fired up about something and then maybe even 10 minutes or a day later, you can't even remember how fired up you felt. That happens to me. That happens to you. So if I had reacted when I was feeling fired up, that would have been my emotional response to something that maybe just a few hours later, I wouldn't have actually you know, done. You guys get it? So the way to keep yourselves level-headed and the way for you to build to momentum and then beyond is drill down and focus on the core numbers. The core numbers will always tell you the truth. That is what the real estate magic number is about. That's what coaching is all about. That's what essentially having a plan and following the plan is all about. You'll know, for example, you need 10 listings at all times. 
And when you have 10 listings at all times, on average, even in a you know market like this one, four or five are going to sell. Well, each commission is going to be $10,000. So you're going to be making at least $500,000 a year just on the listing side. Numbers, numbers, numbers. You guys get it? That's the thing that makes it easy. When you find yourself trying to solve a Rubik's Cube of drip campaigns and funnels and CRMs and this is and the other things, if you're using the word tweak a lot, like I'm trying to change tweak working on, you probably are making a mistake because the more complicated some become, something becomes, the more likely it is to be a terrible idea because there's too many places where it can break. Make things simpler in your life, not more complicated. If you're focusing on too many things that are not leading directly to a conversation with a decision-making adult, guys, I promise you in this market, really any market, but this market especially, you will most likely regret it. So thank you for keeping this and everyone listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. I know you guys love this uh, series that we're doing. I think it's very clarifying for a lot of you. It's, I've been reading the feedback you guys have been giving us. Your, the podcast, by the way, is picking up. I told you, right? Mm-hmm. We're picking up like tens of thousands of downloads. Know, it's awesome. It's they crazy. must like it. <laughs> well, it's because people are discovering us because they've now, especially if they've been in the business for five years, they were you know, sold into believing that, oh, you just have to do more marketing, more branding, more of this, the other thing. And they never really got the return on investment in the literal sense. They've mm-hmm. wasted money. Sure. And now they're, this market is making it so that they can't continue to uh, gamble on something that may or may not ever work. It's really highlighting that fact. We can feel that every day. Exactly. And you guys, exactly. You can feel that. You know it's true. And that's the reason that this has become, mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast for us is a blessing. And I, you know, I know it is for a lot of you too, based on your feedback. If you've, here's your homework from today's feedback. This is the, the agreement that we have with you. This is the bargain that we're striking. So we do this podcast for free. We know you guys love this podcast. We know you get a lot of motivation, inspiration from it. So most of you join Premier Coaching. You know, probably it's the next natural step for all of you. But a lot of you at least get motivation, education, and a lot of you are taking action from it. Please reciprocate by giving us a five-star review with a piffy comment on iTunes. It's not difficult to do. Most of you listen off iTunes, over 90%. Please give us a five-star review and a piffy comment. We really would sincerely appreciate it because iTunes then takes that and they say, well, I guess that Tim and Julie have something as beneficial to real estate professionals and then they expose it to other real estate professionals. One of the top ways that you guys discover this podcast is by searching on iTunes for podcasts about how to be successful in this market. And iTunes consistently says this is the number one podcast for that. And to you, we owe a debt of gratitude. That's the reason you're going to love day three, which happens tomorrow. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.